0: Cam, you can show Kyle Beats in the building. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! Um, man, I feel like there's a million things we could talk about. We've been friends for a long time, so <laughs> why don't we start? Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Let the people know. I think hey I everybody, think the, the Kyle Beats Army Beets. is probably
1: watching. So, my name is Kyle Beats, aka Kyle DJ, aka <laughs> fucking forty other things. Kyle Grantland. But now, the, the <laughs> world knows me as Kyle Beats.
0: Where like, did Kyle the Beats? World. Why Kyle Beats? I so, think I know the answer, but
1: yeah, I think I might have. I've I've said it a few times, but it was just. Um, it started with some kid in freaking. I was always making those little remixes, 2011, back when like uh, was it White Panda or whatever? I remember those like White Panda remixes and yep. shit? And, like, I did
0: a show with White Panda in yeah, <laughs> I knew that actually. Three thousand people.
1: <laughs> So, like, back when those were really big, I started using, like, video editing software to get, like, Katy Perry pretty much doing what they were doing. Yep. But on, like, video editing software because I didn't know what freaking—I didn't have—I just used Sony Vegas. I didn't know what any music software was. So, I just pulled them into the audio tracks. I'd get, like, an acapella from, like, Tupac, and I'd get a freaking Katy Perry instrumental or some shit like that. And then just make a bunch of my own, like pretty much the same thing as the White Panda remixes. I made a bunch of them and I would like play them at fucking in like college parties and stuff. So you were really and, DJing. You were really mixing. Yeah, them. I would just, I would just play them. And then one of my friends was, would just, cause like no, no one, like the the best day of my life was when I, put one of those on and no one realized that it was one of my fucking... Because everyone would be like, what the fuck is this? Because you were like, just like, this- y- you had the ox
0: yeah. type shit. Like, you yeah. just at the party. Like,
1: everyone's like, oh, Kyle's playing his fucking remixes again. Yeah, right. So one of my friends would be like, oh, throw on a Kyle B. Like I said, just, just like fucking around just as a joke. Yep. Um, And then when during that time, remember I had like KGRV and shit K-G-R-V-V. Like I was trying to, yeah. I was just trying to think of a fucking name, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking do Kyle Beats, just flows.
0: So, it. for those of you that don't know, Kyle Beats, big producer, entrepreneur, YouTube phenomenon. Uh, what else would you call yourself? Artist. You do a lot. You're a man of of many. Um, yeah, I think I think faces. everyone just knows
1: before, freaking, YouTube producer YouTube music producer is like the main thing
0: you may but. have seen his drip plug-in advertisements
1: <laughs> That's so funny, dude <laughs> People have seen those more than they've seen like anything else at this point <laughs> But fucking hopefully in a year no one's even gonna remember that, you know, yeah the way I fucking hopefully will work
0: so you were you were really just Always on some making beats making mashups Like have you always been into music as, as a kid or like did that start in college?
1: Is that well? That's actually how the video editing started because, um, I've told the story a few times, but like I wanted to, it was always like based on like when I would edit a video, it was because I really liked a song, so I'd pull the song into freaking Windows Movie Maker or I would start, I would play a YouTube video I really liked. There's some NBA mashup, whatever thing that I really liked, but it used some, like, rock song. And I was like, dude, this would work so much better with, like, this Lil Wayne song or whatever. So I'd mute the YouTube video and play the LimeWire song. And then I'd do that, like, I'm, I get obsessed with things, so I'd do that, like, 40,000 different times. Right. And then the song would always, like, hit at different points because the timing was always different. Um, And then I was like, oh, that, that's when I found Windows Movie Maker because I was like, this has to be a way I can make this, like, permanent. And so I pulled in the video into Windows Movie Maker, pulled in the freaking audio, and that's how like the video editing thing started. So anytime I'd find like a new song I liked on LimeWire, I'd be like, all right, what am I looking at right now? I've been watching Re- Cristiano Ronaldo videos on YouTube. Let's fucking make a Ronaldo mix with this song. So they kind of went hand in hand. And so then, it was like, like video
0: I, mashups with song mashups, kind of.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. I, I I always like loved music, but freaking in you know 20 2008 when i was in high school and like during that time it was like impossible to even figure out you know i didn't know what midi even meant so i was like how do i the computers were ancient ancient. like right how do you plug in a midi keyboard and make music and i didn't have a mac or anything so i was like i was gonna
0: say GarageBand was really your only hope at, at that point yeah like, like GarageBand was
1: like the the way in but right I don't know. I just didn't fucking, I didn't really find a way in until I went to like a computer lab in, in UMass Lowell and they had freaking logic on there or whatever. And I just started messing around on it. And just making little stupid beats.
0: And you were, you played college soccer, right? So you were chasing the, the athletic
1: dream for a while. I don't know. I wasn't chasing anything because I wasn't like trying to do anything with it. But yeah, you just get, it's just, you just get lost and just like, you know, fucking, the the only mission was like it was like I was thinking about this the other day. I was like literally at that time, all I was worried about was like today. It was like this week. Like we have a we have a game in two days. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just thinking about what am I doing right now? <laughs> like it's just if when that you're sounds co- kind of beautiful. It's just like a yeah, but it's just like you're not fucking Yeah, it was great because we weren't doing anything. Like when you're in college, you're kind of just like getting through each day. You're not really thinking about life. Like I'm thinking about life more so now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much just freaking college soccer until, until so
0: that. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out when the transition was for you to like dive into the creativity. That's, that's what like fascinates me is like, you're, and like, I know you better than, than most people we've been like, you know, you're one of my best friends. We've traveled the world together, done a lot of stuff. And I've always seen you as this incredibly creative dude, right? Like, you know, any type of creative thing, video, music, whatever, you'll put your mind to it and figure it out, or you already have the skill. And yeah. so I've, you, I think
1: I've always just been like that. You
0: always kind of like that? Like,
1: like even back in freaking, because the problem was I didn't have like the, inter- the internet wasn't what it is today. So you couldn't really get all this information to even do what we're doing right now. Like, yeah, the cameras weren't even as good this good you know what I mean you had no money to do anything there was no information out there but like even just thinking back to like freaking middle school when I was playing Halo 2 we didn't just play Halo 2 like we I saw oh this kid has mods on his account so he's running 100 miles an hour just all that you know those crazy Halo 2 mods so then I went to the store and found out what like a game shark was and then you have all the cheats and then like just literally I've always just been like that and then it, I think it really started to flow, like the, all the computer stuff started going hard when I was doing video editing. So like in high school, like 2008.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then it just there was always just some new thing. And then when well, I learned it, how it to aligned. make, the, yeah. When I learned how to make beats, dude, it was over. Like once the story of how I started making beats was my junior year, my whole apartment got freaking robbed at UMass Lowell. So like I had a MacBook, couldn't figure out. GarageBand was cool, but it, it, it felt like it wasn't good enough. Like, it just felt like yep. I was sampling little beats, but they were kind of just, like, you know, lame. Like, they weren't really anything promising. And I seen everyone was using FL Studio. I would literally just sit on my computer and listen to fucking SoundClick beats all day. Just, just producers making beats on SoundClick. And then once my apartment got robbed, my mom got me a freaking $200 just, like, PC for school. And then that, No more the garage, ne- man. Yeah, the next day I downloaded the FL Studio demo. And that's when, FL Studio is like super easy to pick up, but you can really make some like crazy stuff with it once once you get into it. So that's when I freaking, that's when I just went ham hey, on the beats for the next, literally until I got out of college.
0: Yeah, so years. you went all in on the beats and tell that story a little bit. How, how did you get into the idea of like, I could actually make money making beats, was it seeing all these SoundClick people? Because at the time, it was it was SoundClick. That was the online producer shit where, you know.
1: Yeah, so I, I saw that and I saw people were making money and I probably tried it for a second. You know, I probably had a SoundClick account, but like, I was, I was like, there's no way people are actually making money on this. Like everyone from Boston's a fucking, I say this all the time, everyone's like a firefighter or like works a desk <laughs> job or there's no like, anyone who tries music usually doesn't, usually nothing comes from it pretty much. yeah Or they just go about it the wrong way or whatever um for most people anyways that or that's that was the trend for me growing up anyways like there was well, no especially
0: way that- in, a, in, a, in a city like boston where we're from you see a lot of people get into music but then not have you know there's there's no foundation in boston to get plugged into an actual industry version of of like the creative music path you know what i mean yeah. boston like- has education they've got berkeley and you know people really good at music but there's no streamline into how do I make money and a career in music. And that's yeah. changing now because of the internet. And, you know, Because I, like-
1: I really like the idea of doing my own thing and making money on the internet. Right. And I love making beats, but I had no idea they could go together at the time. AKA why I was trying to do apps and stuff. So like, for junior year and senior year, I was pretty much just making beats. And then when I got out of college, for those three years, just literally making beats for the hell of it. like Just because I love making beats. There was no like there was zero just like there's no way I could ever make a living off. Of it this. wasn't turn this into a career. No, there wasn't one thought in my head. I was like, I need to make an app or something. And this keep in mind, this is like Instagram's blowing up. Mark Zuckerberg is fucking everyone's finding out who he is and all this stuff. So I'm looking at different things. I'm not so, looking at. So you beam. wanted.
0: Yeah, you wanted you wanted to be successful and you were creative and you thought I can put, you know, my head, you know, I'm just focus on creating the best web platform app game, you know, you, you were just trying to, to make icy Pe- like icy penguin, icy penguin, you know?
1: Yeah. It was just constantly just, I don't know, constantly trying new things. I, I, I'm i just a, the thing I always say is I'm just a dreamer. Like there's always just, there's always just some fucking new thing that I'm trying. Just to Yeah.
0: Why do you think that you uh, have that confidence? You know what I'm saying? To, to do it. I mean, you know, I've I've uh, gone through my life in a similar way, and I, I always chalk it up to, you know, I feel like I've got this perspective because I had this near-death experience, yeah. and I've told that story a million times. But, like, for me, that's where I kind of get my drive of, like, you know, you got to do kind of what you want to do. Like, you only have one life. Why do you feel like that? Why have you always been... <clears throat> Cause you were never, let me go down the, tr-, you know, even though you went to college, you were never like, let me go down the traditional route, work for a company. You said, I want to start my own company, whether it ended up being music or an app or whatever. You were like, I want to be an entrepreneur. What do you think mentally is it for you that, that makes you kind of
1: have that, that confidence, that drive? I don't know. I think like, um, I feel like I, just feel like i just want to be different <laughs> that's like the core part of it is just like i just want to do something exciting and different just that's just like um but did you ever have a moment where you realized like shit, i think like- the, i think the big moments were in like high school when my mom sent me like a freaking one of those motivational videos which at the time were on like facebook of just like you know I, ha- I have the video saved on youtube it's like jim carrey will smith donald trump uh the dude who wrote, wrote the book fucking or robert kiyosaki or whatever he wrote, mm-hmm. wrote the book, rich dad rich poor, dad, dad, poor dad. dad yeah which i didn't know who the fuck he was at the time like tyler perry and there's all these successful people and they had like flashes of like bentley's driving by and stuff and like just like it was just like a montage of just people's success and just like the most epic music behind it um just like strings and just like that crazy type of music, which is like the type of videos I would make at the time. And I saw that and these people were talking a certain way and they're like billionaires and successful. And they're like, you know, basically Jim Carrey told a story about his dad fucking trying to be a comedian or he could have been a comedian, but instead he took the safe job as an accountant and all this stuff. And I don't know. I mean, a lot of it was just like, I just wanted to be different. Number two, I just could not fucking... I just didn't want to work. I don't know. I just always wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Maybe there's something else when I was way younger that made it like that. But I don't know. Just pairing all my pairing all my fucking strong traits together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's
0: the you know it's the passion, the creativity. But then it, you know you still have to have that that something that tells you like you know forget the negativity, forget all these people telling you to go this direction, go the other direction. And ninety nine yeah, I mean, it, percent of people. It's not easy, dude. It's not fucking yeah. easy.
1: I think, like, um, I mean, for me, it was I just knew knew people were wrong about things or I thought people were wrong. And but you're also not thinking about life like that when you're that age. I was just fucking kind of flowing and doing what I wanted to do. And, like, I wasn't really worried about when I was 18, when you were 18, you were fucking, you know, in L.A. and you're thinking about taxes and shit. When I was eighteen, dude, I was a fucking disaster. Like, I'm just no money. I'm in college, just sleeping till fucking two p.m. Like, uh, I'm not even thinking about life. You know, that I've way. got
0: a, I've got a theory though about people who go through their adolescence with this like fuck it mentality. Sometimes it's just a, you know, you're just being stupid and you got to get it together. But I think uh, other times it's a sign of very high intelligence because you understand kind of fundamentally without even thinking about it, like subconsciously you understand kind of what life's about. And so you see, Oh, I'm young and this is the only time that I'm going to be young. I have to live day by day right now and I'm going to figure it out. I think Mm -hmm. subconsciously I would imagine you always knew you were going to figure it out when you were fucking around in college, living your life, having a great time. And I think that people who, um, don't want to follow the rules when they're kids, you know, when they don't, you know, they kind of just don't believe that any of that stuff is is necessary. I think it's a sign of extreme intelligence. Not always, but sometimes. That's a theory that, I, that I'm that i working on. I'll work out the kinks, I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've always said that, like I wanted to, you know, work for myself and stuff, but I don't know what the core root of that is. Really was. It was probably yeah. just a bunch of different situations, and then just fucking genetics. Like my, my mom was always like that too. Like she'd always just be saying inspirational stuff and stuff all the time. But so she had, she just had faith. She was, she was a positive. Yeah, she would person. have quotes on the fridge and stuff. So it, like, I've been learning a lot about the subconscious mind the past few years too, and just like, dude, I write down my goals every morning now, as if like they already exist, as if they're already real, and like. So I think that was a big part of it because um, like another person could have been born in that same house and seen all the things in the fridge and, you know, live the exact same life. But, you know, whatever way it was that I just took, I just I was like, all right, I want to do something different. I would just want it to be different. Like if I walked into school and everyone was tired, I had fucking energy. If everyone had energy, I was tired. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to yeah. be different, too. Like, that's part of it. There's a million different things, I think
0: yeah I, I get that. obviously you know there's there's so many things that, that add up to to create to create a life. but I, I always try and find that common thread amongst people, people like us who are who are doing their own thing and just kind of just you know setting setting your own path. I'm trying to figure out what is it that inspires us to be like that because I think there's young kids out there that are like that too, and they're trying to make sense of it. You know what I'm I, saying. And
1: I think what I always say is just um, like dude, we're floating on a fucking rock in outer space. Like that was one thing that I always thought about was I kind of was just like, I feel like I'm the master of overthinking and I'm good now. at like not doing that because I'm realistic. Like, okay, the decision I make today, you don't really have a choice. Like it's just, you just have to make the decision now. Like, so I'm just, I'm really good at managing that now, like making the decisions. But when you're fucking 16, you're just overthinking everything. Like, I was in my head so much, and, like, um, I feel like because of that, though, I was able to really – you're able to, like, work your way through it to, like, if someone fucking comments on my Instagram, this fucking guy's an idiot, I hate his plug-in, whatever, like, you can realistically, like, think your way out of it, but, like – I don't know. I was, I was always just thinking that, dude, like, this is, like, what is this? We're in outer space. Yeah, This like, is life. Like, at the end of the day, everyone's going to be gone. And it's a line in that sweatpants thing. Like, in a hundred years, nothing really matters here. Like, yep, in, yep. Well, the this th- this
0: goes back to my theory, is that, like, I think some people have <laughs> this fundamental understanding and some people don't. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and, some people get lost in the fucking sauce of life, dude.
0: Right, Pretty right, right. It.
1: But I understand those people because I feel like I was lost in the fucking sauce too. Where in high school and college you're worried about these little fucking issues. And then as you keep growing and evolving and just fucking
0: Was there a moment where it where it switched for you? No. It just gradually just you fucking, went into yeah. more more focus and, and Yeah.
1: I think my story as a whole is just a fucking day by day fucking thing. Like yeah. There was no I moment, hear that. There was no yeah. it was just all fucking inch by inch. <laughs>
0: Right, we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, why, uh, I think there's an ice cream truck driving by my studio, so <laughs> you, might, you might hear that in the background. Why did you decide to go on YouTube?
1: Um, I don't know, I always liked YouTube. I felt like I always wanted to be a YouTuber, but fucking terrified of being on camera. Fucking, what am I going to film? No idea what I'm going to film um i was posting youtube videos you know i was posting the beat making stuff i always that's how i got into beat making was the few youtube videos there were i was watching them like the ryan leslie making Yo, a beat videos
0: those were the i mean there's boop, a few, boop, boop, there's a
1: few of those that i've watched like 400 times you know bro. What I mean? ryan
0: leslie sitting in his his mercedes about to go into the studio yeah, that
1: shit was so cool to me
0: those dude. were the original like best youtube beat making videos or kanye making that one beat in the studio now i know it yeah ain't no way so i, so I know. always just wanted
1: that and i think that's what a lot of people like a lot of creative people want is you just want to make shit and you want people to just see it yeah give yeah. their opinion and figure out is this good is this bad that's like the main question I get Just people who just want me to listen to their music and like watch their YouTube. So movie. you,
0: yeah. So you were going on this path of really getting into production. We'll jump around a little bit. I know your story, but I, I like talking about <laughs> it. It's, it's a, it's a really inspiring, you're a really inspiring dude. Your work ethic is incredible. Um, so I'm, I, I'm curious how you connected the dots of i'm starting to succeed as a producer using the internet you know kind of growing my my producer brand and then turning that into the kyle beats brand yeah of, but it's
1: just like a, it's just like a fucking day-by-day day thing there is no fucking connected dots like
0: no i, I don't even I, mean that i guess i just mean like you know um
1: how did i like turn how, how did it, it
0: happen how, how did it how did it you know i know you were living in florida you know you were making you were you were producing and 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 you were putting the beats on youtube and then
1: yeah it's just like a fucking slow and steady thing like i just started selling beats on on the internet i seen people were selling beats this is 2016 now tried some other shit whatever i'm 23 at the time i seen people were i seen this dude Taz Taylor was posting how much money he was making selling beats on the internet he was just showing his paypal freaking notifications i was like what the fuck like people are actually making money doing this so like it was right. almost a it was almost a jump from 2012 where i was like i'm not doing this people are not making money all of a sudden 4 years later holy shit i should be doing this people are making like hundreds of thousands of dollars selling beats and then so i went all in on that that was like fucking right around the time where we went on the Mike Stud tour and then yeah, yep. on i was literally like dude i had fucking like 150 or 200 dollars left in my bank account at the time
0: yeah, well, me and Kyle went on tour together. Kyle, Kyle DJ at the time. <laughs> we went on tour with Mike Stud, and this was this was right as you were really starting to get your your producer like, channel. Yeah, it was going. like
1: four months into four months into going all in on the beats thing because I was doing them for years. Yeah, but now I was like, this is what, I'm gonna sell beats. In this
0: you time. were at the point where you were saying I'm gonna make all my income off of, off exactly. of doing that. You gave up any other, uh, and how how did you how did you um, Commit to that. Commit to that. I know you hustled and you you so, you, you stacked up. You fucking drove Uber. Yeah. So
1: like-, so like when you're coming up, it's almost like you have to see someone else. You feel like you have to see that it's possible for you to try it. You know. Now I'm at the point where I've done enough of things and tried enough of things that I can just see something that no one's done and that doesn't sound possible and like you know get it. But when when you're at that point at the beginning, it's like you have to see like that it's possible so when i saw that you know taz was making money then obviously i you know i went into other people's i just deep dove into other people's youtube channels and, and beat stores and seeing the numbers they were doing like views wise and i was like damn they must be making this much money this person must be you kind of uh,
0: gamify it a little bit
1: yeah and that's another thing too that is is the is the trait that i tell that is like the main trait that I always say that you need to have is like, you just need to be obsessed with something. You need to be addicted. Like when I get into something, I go down a fucking dark tunnel where that's all I think about. Like a lot of people get deterred in life because of the 400 million fucking distractions that they give themselves. Whereas I spend so much fucking time alone and focus on these certain things so much that I can just go down a deep dark tunnel of just focusing on something. It's literally why I'm so good at fucking Mario Kart. Cuz I just find this one thing, I pick it up and I just over and over and over and over and over can't stop fucking
0: doing. Yeah, this, this is this why I like talking to you because again, like, you know, I'm I'm a person I like to like kind of analyze. I think about people a lot. You know what I mean? My dad always taught me that if you want to know people you want to understand people you got to think about who they are you know what i mean like a lawyer thinks one way and a doctor thinks one way and you know a, a music producer thinks one way because they're 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 in this you know world of, of focus where they, they just you know that's how their brain starts to work and so i i think about the way that you operate a lot and it is this incredible focus you know what i mean and that's such a good point so many of us i do this all the time put a to-do list together of 80% of the shit is just completely irrelevant. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean it's the 80-20 rule like, you know, 20% of the stuff makes us 80% of the money, but we don't focus on the 20% at all. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, that's like that's like a big part of like my my podcast was doing is doing well. Like I haven't posted a podcast, you know, I've posted like four podcasts this entire year. And I was doing one once a week. And I was doing my a bunch of TikToks too that were doing really well. Like I was getting millions and millions of views on TikTok. But it's like that wasn't the f- that wasn't the main fucking horse. And even if it's like 10 minutes of like, you know, even if it's like 10, 15 minutes of posting TikToks, it's just another thing that was like distracting me from, yeah, it the, takes main, you out. from the main focus, which is like The main thing is YouTube. Like that's the main thing that's getting me the most recognition, bringing the most streams of income and like and like just creating the most real like growth. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's more numbers on fucking TikTok if you look at it. But like the most real growth for me was is through YouTube. And I was so so I just fucking I just paused a lot of that for a while until I figured out how to just like, okay how can I just jump in like this, do a podcast, and then fucking leave and never – I don't have to touch it. Someone else just takes over.
0: Is it it this balancing act of, like, you know, you have to constantly remind yourself, like, go back to the main focus, you know what I mean? I
1: think a lot of it for me is, like, distractions, dude. Like, I'm fucking – like, Vanessa's mom was here for Thanksgiving and just, like, one little thing being thrown off my schedule – like, I didn't fucking work out. We had a Black Friday launch. I, and I, like, was going cr- I mean, I had the whole thing done pretty much. All I had to do was, like, a couple more things with the website before she even came. But even just still, it was still, like, hard for me to... You have to get into a rhythm, too. Like, like waking up early, fucking... And just write down your goals. There's, there's so many different things that goes into it. But I found the most progress just having, like, a schedule minimal fucking distractions of other people and other things and just like creating good habits. And, and when you do like, when you do, you know, listen to things and look at things like I love fucking Logan Paul's podcast, but I don't listen to it as much because I found that it's just distracting me from other things. Mm. They'll talk about this, the game, they'll talk about like gamers or they'll talk about this other thing or this other thing. And then all of a sudden I'm looking stuff up on YouTube and you know, Going down that dark hole instead of if I was listening to like a fucking marketing podcast or something.
0: Mm.
1: Talking about like how to run ads efficiently and stuff like that.
0: What's the Kyle Beats morning routine? What's the what's the what's the schedule look like for Kyle Beats? The perfect
1: schedule is I'm fucking this doesn't always happen, but the typical schedule would be I'll tell you the typical, my perfect schedule would be wake up at 5 30. But the typical schedule is like wake up at six thirty, get up at like seven, and then we'll say get up at seven, and then I'm working out at like seven thirty minimum. But but like I I usually want to do it before that. But anyways, wake up early, um, work out either like this morning I ran, ran a few miles through the. Through the hilly hills, <laughs> and freaking came back here. I Have like a protein shake. Sometimes I'll go. The pool is freezing right now. What which kind of protein? What
0: kind of protein? You? You on the way? Or are you on that vegan life now?
1: Actually, I've been. I've been on. I'm right now. It's it's the vegan protein. Nice. Um, but I do have to like fucking get some BCAAs or something in my life because I don't think there's BCAAs in that one that I have. But um come back after my workout protein shake. Depending on like the day in the winter, I've been going in the pool because it's freezing. It's pretty much an ice bath. So like Damn. <laughs> it's like literally fucking freezing. I need I still need to buy a freaking thermometer thing. Jump in the freaking freezing cold. It's it's all just like fucking training my mind pretty much. Like these are all things that I did not want to do. But like, I wake up, I'll run four miles, jump in the freezing cold freaking ice bath. Uh, Then I'll shower after the shower, make some coffee, and then just fucking hammer out whatever I have to do that day. So
0: do you, do you believe in that kind of contrary action thing? I forget what it's called. This idea where if you don't want to do something, you do it.
1: Dude, you ever listen to David Goggins?
0: A little bit, yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, that guy is fucking... That guy will explain re- the reason why you should do that stuff. Right. Like... Um, even after Thanksgiving, you know, like after we did the Black Friday thing, I was just chilling for like three or four or five days. You find, I find myself when I'm in the, when I'm in the shower and then I do the cold at the end, I find that you're, you're just getting weaker, dude. Like that cold is horrible now. Like your, your brain doesn't want to do things. Like you're just strengthening, like running for me. I love running so much because it's not a physical, it's not a physical workout. It's a mental workout. It's, it's getting through, it's getting when you're four miles into a run, not even four miles dude, like when you're like two miles into a five mile run and your brain just starts to fucking panic. It's like, how do you control that panic? And it's like, it's like symbolic for like some people do other things, but for me, it's just so symbolic with life because there's so many, no matter what you're doing, I, I'm making beats for a living, but there's like a billion other things that I don't want to deal with. Like fucking taxes or like all this other shit that you don't want to do but you just have to do it so it's like how do you get past that like fuck i don't want to do this thing and then you just get it done and then like that's what that's like what fulfillment is it's like what's the saying it's like happiness without fulfillment happiness without fulfillment is failure
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like that what is it What, what at that two mile point what are you what are you feeling
1: just fucking let's stop and go home <laughs>
0: right but how do you keep going you just tell your legs to keep going and that's it
1: yeah you just don't stop i guess like some people i've heard david Gognitz goes all right i'm gonna go another you know 20 steps that's what he says i'm gonna go another 20 steps and then i'll stop and you almost trick your brain into like mm. continuing yeah
0: goal. almost like giving them giving little little rewards yeah yeah
1: i think i learned that playing soccer too because like you just find that switch when you're fucking 80 minutes into a soccer game. And I would like be the kid that fucking ran the whole time. Like I was just running the whole fucking time in the middle of the field. And you're 80 minutes in and something happens. So you have to sprint back. You just go, you just switch another gear. You yeah, don't wanna, something. you don't want to lose that gear either. Cause like fucking habits, habits. I'm really big on habits cause I'm an addictive person. So I have to keep my habits fucking perfect or else i adapt bad habits <laughs> i feel that
0: so has the quarantine situation kind of changed any of that for you in terms of your your daily habits i know that for you you know kind of uniquely you've been relatively isolated for the last few years in a, in a lot of ways
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i said so it was bro- kind of like
0: that and then going into the into the quarantine situation like
1: yeah i've have i have been fucking in this these LED lights have been my life for the past fucking three four years, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Do you like that? I like I like the fact that you know there's always something else on the horizon. Like even with I've been taking a break on videos like this week, and I'll probably film film on next week, um, just because we did a lot for fucking Black Friday, and just like I'm not I'm not forcing it anymore. Like unless I have a good idea, I'm not gonna film it. But. um what the fuck was I gonna say? <laughs>
0: I was just asking if you like the
1: the Oh yeah, the routine yeah. Just, of just being just, in your studio, w- you know? Yeah, being- I like the structure of all of a target and then chasing after the target. Like when I like right now, I'm just like, all right, what's the next fucking thing? And like people I, I feel like, you know, some people will look at that as like I used to look at it this way as like fuck, like you're never satisfied, like you do one thing and all of a sudden there's a next thing there's always something when can you just like relax and just you know mm. but it's like when i don't have that thing you know the game's over dude <laughs> like i'm not going to ever right, retire right. unless i can't fucking my brain doesn't work you know so it's like um yeah i don't know you just you just love the
0: game you just love the game
1: yeah i just love the 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 target like even when like this week, I'm not filming. It's hard to even set the goals of like what to do, but when you have videos that you're filming every day, and you know, do you ever
0: get burned stuff. out on the on the videos, like in terms of feeling the pressure of needing to come up with ideas?
1: Yeah. So there's a, I think there's a balance with all that stuff because I used to do videos every single other day. So today would we'll be filming, tomorrow we'll be editing, the next day filming, tomorrow editing. So you're putting out like three, four videos a week, like you know, fifteen minute videos where you're making a beat. I was vlogging too. I'm making a beat. I'm mixing the whole beat down and getting it out the next day and editing the whole video in like three hours. So like...
0: Yeah, because it's not like you're just vlogging and then editing it. Like you're actually making a beat
1: too. Yeah, you're making music. You're making two
0: creative things.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot. And like, so I, I it was good that I did that because I think it's a balance because sometimes you're you have to realize when you're forcing it and when you're not forcing it. Like if I filmed the video this week, I might've been, I might've been forcing it, but like, um, cause there's times where you're not going to want to do it, but you just have to fucking get through it. You know what I mean? There there's times where you're like, you're feeling like stress and you're like, damn, I, I have to get this fucking thing out tomorrow. You set a, a go- a deadline, a goal in your head and you're like, fuck, I have to get this thing out. Um, so there's times where I've gotten burnt out in the past just because I set these things for myself. Like I got to put out a video Mm
0: -hmm. every other
1: day and all this stuff. But um, now that I've kind of learned the game of YouTube and this, the game of like businesses as well. And like marketing um, you're able, I'm able to like recognize when I'm like actually feeling burnt out and not just, not just not wanting to do something, you know? And
0: so you don't shy away now from feeling burnt out you accept that kind of take a step back for a second don't put out yeah. a video
1: i don't think i'm ever fully burnt out because if i'm not filming like i'm not filming this week but i'm doing fucking so many other things you know I'm yeah const- no, no no
0: i get that i get yeah. that yeah i guess i just think that like uh youtube is this weird social experiment where we feel a lot of pressure right yeah. to upload
1: it's because of the but, and how counts, much
0: yeah. yeah right how YouTube much of that is that internal <laughs> They do, for sure. All all of this social media does that to us, right? It's this, you know, weird positive reinforcement loop that we seek, you know, post on Instagram, get likes, yeah. get comments, get more likes than your last post. Oh fuck. This this post that I posted got less likes than the last post I, I posted. Like, I'm falling off.
1: Yeah. I know? think it's good to have some sort of fucking goal to like, you know, if if you were I always need to have some fucking thing that's next when it comes to like a launch of some sort, even if it's music, you know, like if you have a big song coming out in a month or like, or an album will say like, for me, it's, it's, it's music. It's fucking, you know, if I have, I have a big video or something, or if I have um, like some big launch, like we're doing a bunch of cool stuff in 2021, with like fucking Kyle beats it's gonna be insane so like there has to be some sort of goal where it's gonna make me want to put in you know want to get views on fucking youtube videos along with the videos themselves you know because like the videos themselves are fucking goals that's that's why I like it like some people just get into a rut where they're just making stuff just to try to stay fucking relevant right Rather, rather than like attacking to see if you can make something that's The best video you've ever made in your life that does the best ever, you know. So you're constantly
0: trying to push that that goalpost farther.
1: Yeah, and just not get into a fucking rhythm where it's the same video over and over. Yeah, right. Trying to make some new shit and just get inspired with just the video alone. Do you actually
0: have brainstorming sessions where you think about that? What's that? What is that for me? Or do you just?
1: So I do a lot more of that type of stuff now, where I write down a bunch of shit or even YouTube specific. I'll write down, like, my fucking YouTube video ideas, you know, and I'll mm-hmm. really analyze, you know. It's just the thing about getting obsessed. Like, I'll analyze the fucking algorithm and analyze every single YouTuber that's doing well, like Mr. Beast and stuff, and see what are they doing, how are they doing it, you know, and just write down all these ideas, exactly how it would go, and just... Um Do you think that YouTube is... is, is- Changing in the sense that
0: it used to be that there was a kind of growth hack type of idea where you just frequently upload every single day, or every other day. That's dead. Why do you think that is dead? Because there's just so much content out there now?
1: It's because they, you know, YouTube wants people to, they want people to go on YouTube and they want people to stay there for as long as possible. So they realize that, you know. Yeah, like... So it's gam- quality
0: over quantity now for the YouTube algorithm? It's
1: just it's just everything, but yeah, like quality is a lot more relevant than it used to be. Like it used to be, you know, 2016, 2017, that's when the daily vloggers and the fucking gamers just took over. Because gamers, all they had to do was play video games. And then just upload for-
0: it every single day, yeah, right. So,
1: so you know like obviously there's creative fucking gamers and shit, but like some of them figured out, oh, I can just play GTA for two hours, get two full videos from it. My editor can throw it together and post them in the same day tomorrow and just do the same thing every single day. So they're getting like hundreds of millions of views a month and just making millions of dollars a month on fucking AdSense. But I think YouTube changed it. So now it's more so like, If you're a gamer and you have a video that's 33 minutes long and someone watches 10 minutes of it, it's not based on just that watch time. It's based on the amount of the video that they watched and if they enjoyed it. And like, it just comes down to making really good videos that people watch all the way through.
0: Well, and I imagine it's probably this phenomenon too, where now it's becoming so much more democratized because everybody's creating content now on YouTube, you know? And so the more videos there are, the more competition there is, it's a you know supply and demand thing, and obviously there's a lot of demand for for content, but there's a lot of supply too. There's so much content in the world. Yeah, you so want to let cut your, through. I think, you
1: got to be good. Yeah, you you want to let your if you're like if you have momentum on YouTube, you want to let you want to give time to let your videos breathe a little bit. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I've noticed now. Is is that, um, you know. It's not really about like when I was watching YouTube in twenty fifteen, watching, you know, Casey Neistat or whoever these these daily, you know, vlog channels that were that were so big back then, it was about watching the latest upload. But now you kind of yeah. just watch YouTube as a streaming service. You know yeah. what I mean? You hop around I mean, to different pieces of content. I could watch a video of yours that's two months old, but I just like the title of
1: it and it's yeah. like Yeah. See, that's that's the shit that I'm that's the shit that I think about now is like It's a streaming service now. Someone can go to my channel and binge 30 of the videos and I'm not like fucking cringing at it. Like I used to post so much that there was so many videos that were just fillers just because I I felt like I had to post the next day. So like if someone goes back and watches one of those videos, I'm kind of like, fuck, don't watch that one. That one fucking that one got rush uploaded just because I felt like because that was the thing was like watch time, total watch time. And and um, now it's shifted where people can let it breathe. But if you look at people like fucking David Dobrik, like you know the dude would go film the entire day, film like forty different things, and not one of those things would even end up in the video that week. Yeah,
0: and you just break it down to four minutes. It, it's just like, it's like yeah, a highlight so, reel.
1: so so it's like this. It's almost like the same amount of time goes into YouTube, but there's just a lot more time spent on like strategically planning and filming a lot more you know?
0: Yeah. And I, I I imagine too, also, because there's so much out there now, people want to know what they're getting now. And they maybe had a little bit more openness five years ago to taking a chance on a video on a vlog. And so vlogs would do well, uh, and people would run around with a, you know, new environment every single day, doing something new every day. But now the videos that, that do great a lot of the time now are the same Backward, the same set, you know what I mean? The same kind of situation every single time. And it's like the same, you know, building blocks to a good yeah. video every time.
1: And that's. Yeah, there's, there's a place for everything. Like, I think the day in the life shit will always do good.
0: For sure, for sure. Um,
1: just, it just matters of what you want to do, you know? Cause like some people take fucking forever. Some people, some people will record videos in 15 minutes and their editor will edit them in an hour and then they'll upload it.
0: No, that is true. There's there is room for everybody in in this in this world of of content, and that's what's so cool about it too. Is everybody can find their their following and their their niche, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's just important to to, to be yourself and do what the fuck you want to do, because at the en- at the end of the day, like that's what makes you unique. Because like now that I kind of you know have a better idea of YouTube and stuff, I'm just kind of doing whatever, like you know, doing my fucking stupid jokes and you know. Just all the stuff that I do every day is just being filmed and fucking edited. Like, it's not, it's not any, I'm not like looking at this person and see. I I appreciate what people do and see how they work the fucking algorithm and, you know, how to make it appeal towards YouTube shit. But um, I'm just trying to fucking film, tell my own story, film my film stuff my own way.
0: Did you ever feel like uh, uncomfortable being yourself? I get yes. it now. You're, you know, you're Kyle Beats. Remember,
1: remember when I was filming fucking, do you see me fucking not be comfortable doing things, dude. When I was like filming in your, like episode three of making the beat or something when I went to New York and we filmed.
0: Oh yeah, wow. Your, I forgot about apartment.
1: that. your apartment. That's like episode three of making a beat or whatever.
0: Um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took
1: me like 30 tries to do the intro, dude. And it was just, hey guys, uh, gonna make a beat all right, let's get it. Like it, t- it took, me, <laughs> right. took me like 10, I have like 10 different takes of that dude. Like, and just, I don't know. I think a lot of that stuff too. Um, a lot of that was fucking, even doing those shows dude was like a good way to get out of that fucking attitude of just like worried about, you know, what people are going to say or think.
0: Would you ever tour again as, as Kyle beats do some hell, sort of hell? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah what, I mean, what would you
0: do like public speaking producing rapping kind of extravaganza
1: I think it'd be more so like uh you know go to a go to some sort of talk and fucking do something like this and if I did my own tours and stuff it'd be it'd be like with music i don't i don't know if i'd ever i don't know if I could really see myself doing like the you know, being a judge for a beat battle or like something like that. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Like right now my focus is like continuing to make music. When it comes to that stuff, it's like continuing to make music and then continuing to grow just like in all aspects. And then that stuff is just going to come. Like I'm going to do do a freaking Kyle Beats tour. My, the goal for all that on that side of things is to like do a tour – you know in like house of blues in boston fucking sell out things like that and just with my music and like then once i'm at that point then it's going to be like okay let's kind of reevaluate and see what the next goal is but that's one of my goals is to like fucking sell out the house of blues on like a kyle b's tour and of course of course like doing the talks and stuff like that i feel like i could already do those types of things at, at right now
0: no, for sure, for sure. If we if we weren't in a pandemic, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd open for you, bro. Let me know. <laughs> Kyle used to say on tour. <laughs> Kyle used to say on tour, one day you guys are going to be open up for me. And he meant it. He meant it. It was it was an ongoing joke. <laughs> well, dude, I just see these things in my head,
1: dude. I just see like no, you're, you're a visionary.
0: Like a, you got the yeah, you paint the vision.
1: Yeah, I was that I was like when that. I was making fucking EDM beats. And I was like Imagine if I fucking DJ in front of hundred thousand people, and then you guys could open up for me. <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, why
0: do you not care about getting placements with with uh, with other artists?
1: Uh, because <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just like <laughs> the hot seat. It's just like fucking a waste of time, dude. Like, what did what did that one? Uh,
0: I completely agree. It's a fucking huge waste of time. I'm just <laughs> I'm just asking the question.
1: Yeah. playing Devils a, or not
0: even playing Devils advocate. I'm dude, just asking the question because it's a fun question and I think, you was, have, I think you have a good answer
1: there was one guy that fucking even told you back when we were staying in Santa Monica doing uh, mix and mastering one of your albums I forget yeah. which one it was yeah yeah but um, one representative at a, at a big label was saying how it's like producers are fucking it, like yeah. a waste of time producing or something I'll tell like the that. story
0: I'll tell the story because because it doesn't matter we're talking about a world president of one of the biggest record labels in the in the world and he said this was in like 2015 i was I as he's a friend of mine and we, we were talking and he said you know it doesn't really matter this you know producers are are like a dime a dozen right now you can just go online and get a beat for 200 and it could mm-hmm. be a hit record and i was like shit. i mean you're right it's, it's true. Yeah. There's there's just so... there's And it's not to say producers are a dime a dozen, but he was making the point that, you know, every artist can get access to the best beats in the world now because of the internet. The game
1: has completely changed. The music game is fucking insane, dude. Like yeah. it, It's just like um, you have to own what you're putting out pretty much because I think, you know, to flip it, I th- also think producers are in the best position producers have ever been in. Like there's someone like me, zero fucking industry anything, and I I mean dude, fucking you know there's a lot of fucking people producing for fucking, you know the biggest people in the world that would trade spots with me in fucking half a second.
0: Well, that's 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 what it is. Is everything has become more uh, level playing field? People can build their own brands, use the internet, use social media, use TikTok to just build their own thing and not need to get a placement with the top. 40 artists to be recognized as a great producer anymore it comes down to the
1: shit we were talking about earlier too where it's just a waste of fucking my focus dude like it's the reason why even when I probably could have done sponsorships I never did like sponsorships and now that I actually know how to fucking run a business and like do things with the plugin that I'm doing I'm like dude why would I ever do a fucking sponsorship now just for that little, little bit of money and it's just like they'll give me like I'm at, like, what, 450, 440K subscribers. Like, they'll give me, like, we'll say at least four grand, and I'd fucking do a video. They'd give me a bunch of paperwork, micromanage it. The video will come out two days after because they're so fucking... Can you say this a different way and all this stuff? I just don't want to deal with any of that stuff.
0: Yeah, they might not be happy because you don't say it the right way on the video. You know, all that bullshit.
1: Yeah, because, like... at. The thing I like is the the freedom. That's like my number one thing. That's like, that's like where all this started. Is I just wanted freedom, dude. So yeah. like, w- when if anything is going to deter that, then I'm not fucking doing it.
0: So you yeah, you didn't want to have to deal with working with an artist at a at a major label and or just, anything like, like
1: that. Because that would probably be fun. It was. It would be more so just like all the shit after. Like, there's so many people talking about not getting paid. First of all. Even if, even if you know, if I if I post a song today and it gets one billion streams on Spotify today, you're not seeing that streaming money for three months at least. Mm-hmm. So it's like with a label and a producer, if a song gets a billion streams, like if you produce for God's plan for Drake and it has a billion fucking streams, that's like, you know, fucking... That's like four million fucking dollars or something like that. And then... You take three percent of that, and then you get paid that fucking like two years from now. Where if you just create a company and launch it, you're making fucking way more money than that just putting out some shit.
0: Yeah, and there's no reason that producers themselves can't be the thing. And I think that's what's so cool about what's going on with YouTube and the and I mean, look at the, fucking the world that you money, live in. Right, the world that you live in on 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 the internet and 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 building this this brand that that you you. Have built and internet money and all these other dudes that have done similar things the producers are you know are the the brand are the talent just like you know a hip-hop uh or a rap artist is is the talent for different reasons one of us is using our vocals the other is using a different instrument and that's that's cool that we're at a point now that there's a little bit more recognition you know what i'm saying
1: yeah i think it's just who's ever in control of putting out like who's the one behind the business of putting out the song and marketing it that's the person who's getting paid it's not it yeah. doesn't even mean it's the it could be the fucking engineer if you want if ever if you really wanted it to like it, it doesn't matter if it's the artist the fucking producer the label it's like who's taking the song and uploading it themselves and who's the person putting it out and spending the marketing dollars and getting the music video done and like who's in control of like how it's all being done is that's, that's who's making the money. Yeah.
0: And you said, why not just do that for myself? Do all play all of those roles essentially, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. Even with music, dude, like I'm, I'm fucking working on putting out songs through just like my own freaking label just cause like, why not? Yeah. Just no, songs that, way that do I'm it. making like, so I can put out songs on my beats that I'm not even on.
0: Right. Right. It's all about that turnkey solution. You got the beats, you got the video, you got the, the, the vocals, you do it all. You know, you keep a hundred percent of it, even cut if it reaches. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Remember when you cut my hair in Boston? It was a good cut. Kyle fades. Kyle, I cut my hair this morning. There you go. There you go. Appreciate that, bro. Looking, <laughs> looking fresh for the podcast episode, man. So what is, what is, um that next thing in your mind for you what, what are you looking forward to in 2021
1: in um i got a couple of exciting things business wise new company being launched um I, ju- I just like the idea of just um you know there's a lot more people taking recognition and like fucking you know recognizing that there's a lot of attention. like the more attention you get, the more views you get, the more you climb, the more my fucking ads are popping up and all this shit, um, the more money that comes in. And, you know, the more exciting things that happen around Kyle Beats, yeah. the more people are like starting to take notice, too. So I just love that idea of just the growth, doing cool stuff, like having great fucking conversations with people, putting out businesses and seeing how far you can take those and just like fucking playing playing the game. I'm just constantly excited for the next fucking thing.
0: Yeah, you've you've managed to turn the you know, the Kyle Beats brand into, you know, and and your YouTube your YouTube brand into, you know, you know, a, a little bit of a a product brand too. You've got the drip plug in, you know. You're saying you're working on another business. Has that was that always in the cards for you? Did you see that that was a great way for you to just kind of build the next the next step of your of your business instead and cuz you make a really good point instead of doing a brand deal with you know xyz plug in why not yeah. create your own right why not yeah. put the put the effort in
1: I, it was definitely always in the cards i just didn't understand how f- valuable it actually was if you can create a real you know you can create a real brand from it. I didn't actually realize how much more valuable that was. Than Why just is like, that
0: so valuable? Just because it's scalable? And-
1: people just, you know, people, yeah, it's scalable. It's separate from Kyle Beats. It's not, it's like dripplugin.com. Even though that one's still Kyle Beats Inc. Like it's, it's just like, it's a separate thing almost. It kind of, it kind of lives a little bit on its own. Like there's people that have that plugin that have no idea it's attached to me. Typically.
0: Right, right. Probably um, a lot of people.
1: Probably. Yeah, and I I didn't realize how valuable it was to like build something new, you know, and use the momentum. Because I feel like a Kyle Beats thing, could, like that, something directly related to Kyle Beats can only go so far. I feel like I feel like people take it more seriously when it's like a separate thing. But um, yeah, I I did I I always wanted to do that. I mean, I just like creating shit. I thought I was just gonna I thought it was just gonna be a cool little plugin thing that we did. I didn't realize that it was gonna be able to go as far as it is you know fucking so I mean, yeah
0: so at the time you were just like let me make this this plug and see where it goes
1: yeah i mean i always i thought it was just gonna be another stream of revenue it was gonna do people are gonna love it it's gonna be sick like damn he made his own plug-in that's insane but i didn't understand i didn't really i didn't i knew the value of it you know i need i see other people doing this shit but i didn't understand it i feel like you don't understand things until it happens you know to
0: mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm.
1: you don't like truly understand it you know but how did you um
0: how did you manage the come up in terms of managing the 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 financial aspect of it when it was a grind early on <laughs> on youtube
1: the, the the biggest grind was when i was in florida and i had to like
0: yeah tell me about that because you know I, I, of course i know like we were we were friends through this through this whole process and i think this is you know again i i want to add value to the people listening to this podcast i want to talk about these themes you know how do you, how do you mentally get there to figure out how to you know learn your own pnl and learn you know how to yes. how to so the first manage time, your finances
1: so the first time i sold like that first beat that i sold like I got this software called Instagress, it doesn't exist anymore, but it was like a it was like a I'm pretty sure you fucking like invested in me <laughs> for like a week or something.
0: Oh yeah, and I remember like, that. I did, yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: Mean. <laughs> and you you got you got your you doubled your money or something. I'm like
0: damn, I should have asked for equity. <laughs> Fuck.
1: There wasn't really anything written. It was more so hey Yeah no, <laughs> I'm no, no. broke. <laughs> but um, That
0: is true though. That is true.
1: I, I got I got freaking um I got like Instagress, I got like two months of Instagress. And then on that, on that fricking Mike Stud tour, I was just in the van all day and it was just like a thing that it was just like a bot that was hitting up like rappers and just saying, Hey, I'm a music producer. Like fucking DM me, I got some beats for you or whatever. So I was just answering my DMs all day, just like copy and pasting the same message. And you were and selling
0: like, beats to the, to these people on. You were getting yeah, Instagram I had a beat DMs. stars,
1: so I would direct them there. Yep. And it was just hitting up like forty people every hour, um, and I found accounts that were fucking. You know, they were accounts that rappers freaking followed. They were like mixtape submit your mixtape accounts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And this is like 2016, so like. There was no rules, like Instagram was literally looked at as like a, a business tool. Like businesses use this to get more engagement because yeah, you could right. like photos with the similar hashtags. Right. It wasn't looked at as like a bot as it clearly fucking is nowadays, but um, just because it was newer at the time. But um
0: You were just trying to find any any avenue to yeah. to build some 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 sales so, so pipeline. So at the
1: beginning, you know, it just well, I went on the tour, you gave me money up front to DJ. And then I fucking pay my bills. And then that first week of the tour, I fucking, that's when I sold a, a wave lease for like 50 bucks. And then the next day I sold a freaking unlimited rights for 150. So there I am made fucking $200 in one week. And I was like, holy shit. Like after, after, and you pay me up front for the tour. So I made like freaking almost a thousand dollars in one week or something like that. And I was like, fuck, like, so I just kept going. And then, then the next week made a little bit more. And then when I got home from that tour, I was in freaking Boston and I just put together. I was like, OK, here's my rent every month. Here's my car insurance. <laughs> and it was like I had to make three hundred and thirty six dollars a week to, to just survive. Not even food or anything.
0: Yeah, know, just like what were just you doing a,
1: for food? Like literally just fucking in Florida. Everything is cheaper. But like literally just big bag of jasmine rice, $3 for like 120 servings, fucking uh, ground chicken. Not unfortunately, not the organic good one because (laughs) I couldn't afford that one. Yeah. Couldn't afford it.
0: Gotta do what you gotta do for a little bit.
1: And then just like, you know, fucking dollar, literally a dollar dozen eggs. I just get three of those. So like I would go, dude, I was looking, I would look back like a, a month ago, I was looking back at my old bank account statements I literally had trips to Trader Joe's where I'd spend like twenty four dollars, like every, I can remember every time going in there and looking at my bank account, and just like I mean, dude, you know I was with you on these fucking when we were at in certain places. I literally just couldn't pay for things; like yeah. I just didn't have money. No, I,
0: I get it, man, and 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 I've been there too. And and anyone who's ever done anything legitimate has been. To the point where they have put everything on the line and they've gone broke or they owe money or whatever it might yeah. be, and um,
1: yeah, so that was how I managed it. Though it was just like fucking, I wrote down the exact amount. I had to yeah, make you, every put, you put you put
0: a little a little uh, you know rough kind of P and L together and had to had to just figure it out. Um, and I think the the theme too is just like obviously instagram doesn't exist anymore that specific example doesn't matter though it's it's just the idea that you had to figure yeah. out some way to just get that first little bit of traction and then continue to to, to let that ride
1: so that's that's what i tell people now dude it's like cuz producers will i posted a video like t- th- two, th- three years ago probably talking about how i did that you know hitting up rappers on instagram and people still dm me today to this day and just be like hey i'm hitting up people like you said i was like on instagram yeah I'm it, cha- like, dude, it doesn't matter it changes yeah i'm like dude you have to figure out what's the game for today well, that yeah, because that was at the in time 16.
0: at the time that was a unique good idea yeah no and one was so doing that if you're starting something now you have to think about how can i come up with a unique good idea to reach out to people and you know if i'm selling people coffee mugs i gotta figure out you know i should make a TikTok channel and yeah. or uh, you know like, I should reach out to the top small business people on TikTok and get them to review my coffee mugs. You gotta think outside the box and just just do it. Just figure out a way to execute, and figure out a way to be as lean as possible, like you were saying, and just make it work.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, dude, it's like fucking. I'm I'm gonna continue doing what I'm doing, fucking. Everyone else is going to continue doing what they're doing. So if you don't fucking, you know, if you don't actually go out there and figure it out, then that's it. No one's going to care. It's going to be, you're going to yeah, live y- your yeah. life fucking unfulfilled and that's it.
0: <laughs> no, it's like, very real. It's very real.
1: To keep it real. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and everybody's everybody's situation is is different and everyone's circumstances are what they are and you have to figure out how to, how to you know work within those those circumstances yeah and you're a great example of that I mean you you uh had some of the you know the craziest circumstances with what you know what you went through with with taking care of your mom for the last couple years and everything like that and so you know everybody it's it's super relevant that everybody's circumstance matters but it's it's also it doesn't need to be something that can you know be an excuse to well, you. can't to do stop anything you.
1: about it, dude.
0: You can't do, yeah. Your circumstance yeah, fucking, is your circumstance, and someone else's is theirs. Yeah. And life yeah. isn't fair. Sometimes things are easier for other people.
1: And how fucking great is my story that I had actual fucking, you know, I had some fucking crazy shit happen with my mom getting cancer and everything. You know more details than fucking the world knows, but just like, you know, my story is so much better. Like, imagine if, you know, my fucking dad was a millionaire. And you know, he fucking gave me his old YouTube channel, or you know what I mean? <laughs> like, fucking yeah, 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 whatever. Like, that, if that was the case, like your story sucks now. Like, there's no, I'm still, I'm sitting here, you know, fucking depressed every day because, you know, I or either I'm sitting here fucking depressed because everyone, you know, I didn't have a real come up, or I have to, you know, be president of the fucking United States to like in order to really feel fulfillment. Like I have to go way above Yeah, right. You know, anything to, to even feel fulfilled.
0: Right. Right. Which,
1: you know, you can't appreciate fucking what you have, what you've accomplished already.
0: Yeah. And that's that's that, that's that's all I wanted to say on that. It's like, you know, it's it's hard, man. It's sometimes it, it's hard for people to to figure out what that first move is or to take the risk of, you know, leaving the the job or or whatever it might be. Yeah, it, you just have to fear. do it on your own time. You know what I mean. And you, you do have to think about what are my my circumstances and how can I actually make this happen. And it might not be right this second, but there is always some way to figure something out to, to you know. To start that business or do something like that, mm. you know, no matter what the the situation is.
1: Yeah, can't let fear control your life. Too I feel like fucking yeah. everyone lives on, everyone lives on fear of you know failing, mostly fear of just, like, what other people are going to think about them. And that's, like, a fucking huge thing. And this is, like, what I always say is, like, at the end of the day, you know, I'm sitting here thinking of caring. All I care about is what I'm doing next today. You know, once this podcast is over, you're going to be like, okay, what am I doing, you know, the rest of the day? But, you know, fucking people are posting... On the internet and on Instagram, or you know, doing whatever they're doing, buying a fancy car, trying to impress, you know, if they are trying to impress people, and at the end of the day, everyone just cares about themselves, dude. No one is thinking about the other person. Like, damn, I'm fucking impressed. At the end of the day, everyone's thinking about themselves and how can they can fucking totally, you know. So that's what that's what I always say. So it's fucking at the end of the day you're here you're, you're in your life alone
0: <laughs> yeah facts facts no people don't give a fuck about you they really don't yeah. like this instagram shit has has changed our our brains but it's, a, it's do you a place, ever go through your like, instagram and be like hmm i'm judging this person no you're like all right cool whatever like yeah, all right, well, it's, they're posting
1: it's, this it, some of it is like trying to impress people but it also Relates to the same thing with fear because they're f- afraid of like what other people are going to think. But it's like at the end of the day, dude, everyone just forgets about it the next day.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're none of us are that important that it's that it's you know.
1: I'm not people just forget in two seconds, dude. Right,
0: like, right. Well, there's
1: a lot. Years, there's, there's a lot people...
0: to distract yourself with these days yeah. too. You know, yeah. onto the next. Like, if people don't like that post, they're just going to look at the next post. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I think about that shit all the time. You know, social media will do that to you. I try and be like that. I try and be of the mind state of just have that uh you know those horse blinders on um and just think about what you're doing and for the most part I that's how I live my life but I have noticed that since social media has become such a part of our life we you know we do as humans think more than we should now about what are other people thinking what are other people doing Mm -hmm. you know and that's a that's you know It's an unproductive place to be for sure. And for me, I've always just, it's just a balancing act. You you recognize when you're, when you're thinking like that and then you just get out of it and you know what I'm saying? You go focus on what you need to focus. You just do your work. I've never had a problem just figuring out that I need to sit down and just focus on my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I think what I do that helps is I turn uh, what's it called? It's like a mode that like Do not disturb. Uh, no, downtime. Oh, what's that? It's like, it's next to Do Not Disturb. It's it's under Screen Time. If you click on Downtime, you can set it. So I used to set it so at 8 p.m. all my like you know social media type of distraction apps would turn off, and it they don't turn on and back. They don't turn back on until like 8 a.m. So you just can't open it. You just can't open them. Yeah, you can open them, but like there's a little warning that they're pops like, hey, up. they're don't locked. Do this. They're, they're all like you know the opacity goes down. Okay, but but things you know things that things that it's basically things that i wouldn't just sit there and binge on so like obviously i don't care and you know amazon is fine my fucking my notes you know productive things still stay up there right the weather maps photos like things that i'm not going to sit there and binge for fucking three hours but what i've done now is i just set it the whole fucking day right so instagram is off the whole day and if i click on it I can ignore the limit and and do it 15 minutes. So in 15 minutes it just locks again. So I can get Got in it. there cuz like I can't just sh- if I would I would just get rid of my phone. But unfortunately social media is my entire fucking everything, my life.
0: Yeah, well that's that's the thing is when you do YouTube, when you when you do anything creative these days, social media is is the business tool as much as it is this weird sociological experiment for all of us too. So then you got to get this other balance of figuring out how to, how yeah. Because I it go on work. there,
1: check my fucking DMs, then all of a sudden I'm fucking forty pages deep into something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're right, just getting distracted. Right, right. So with with the fifteen minute thing, it just locks again. So I can get in there, check my DMs, make sure fucking. That's pretty much all I do. Is check my check my DMs, maybe post a story or something, and then then get out of there, and then that's it. That's like, yeah. That's like my whole thing. That's my new, that's my new trick
0: man, it's been a long journey dude i'm 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 proud to see the business that you've built, the success that that you've had over the last four years you know overcoming adversity, becoming you know more of yourself doing all this stuff it's 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 awesome to see as a friend, you know a colleague all this stuff it's just it's just great to see what what you've built and what you're gonna continue to build man
1: thanks man i mean dude i'm fucking I'm just trying to inspire everyone dude at the end of the day.
0: No, that's that's that's, that's why everyone. I wanted to have you on. That's why I wanted to have you on as one of the early guests because I know that our conversation could be one of these, you know, just kind of one of these inspiring conversations. Not every podcast episode is going to be like this, but I want to talk to people who, who have great stories and, and where we can figure out common, common links that can just, like, you know, motivate yeah. people a little bit, you know? How do you, you know, what do you think about, like, your podcast? Like, do you... Just kind of go into it and just say whatever happens here happens. What, what are you trying to get out of like your podcast? I know you said you only posted four this year.
1: It depends. Um, if, if we have a guest, you know, fucking wh- when I was doing the when I was doing my podcast, there wasn't now there's more producer podcasts out there. So, like, and so all the guests I had, we kind of went through the backstory at the beginning because nobody knew their backstory, you know, like, right, these, like fucking Taz Taylor and fucking Aries, who's a huge artist now. Taz Taylor is an internet money fucking biggest like producer label that exists ever. And so we were kind of going through their backstory. That was like a big part of the first like year of the podcast. And then I was like, damn, I want to just like, I don't know, just like change it up a little bit and, you know, tell the backstory. But if it's a guest, like tell the backstory, but also just talk about, like stuff that relates to today which i feel like we did we just kind of bounced around a bunch
0: yeah i've never wanted to like i don't want to interview people i just want to i just want yeah. to hang out i want to talk you know
1: yeah and i think you know i'm like i said i'm focused on just like getting bigger guests like i want to grow the fucking channel so big that you know i can get these huge artists to come on or something like that And just like um have it be normal and just that's where I want to go with the podcast. And I thought I wanted to talk about like current topics and stuff, but mm. I did that a couple times and I was like, you know what? It's kind of like whatever.
0: Yeah just, yeah. just for the
1: pod. I was doing that just kind of for the podcast clips almost, just so I could clip things and get clickbait and stuff like that. But, like,
0: what's going on with Charlie D'Amelio?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Charlie D'Amelio was at fucking this restaurant and, you know, fucking.
0: You know, people, yeah. people, people I, I don't know why people are hating on, on, on the Demilios for the, uh, for any of that, that snail shit. Because you heard they're about fucking,
1: this. Yeah, because they're fucking 13 year olds, dude. I don't think anyone's really hating like the anyone. kids that are watching this shit and hating. Because yeah. they're fucking 11 year olds with iPhones, dude. And then, oh my God, she's so snobby. She wants 100 million followers or whatever. And then a, a million 11 year olds unfollow her, dude. They're not. <laughs> and then Snapchat fucking, you know. All these stupid fucking publications take it and put it on their on right, their websites right. and on their Snapchat. Everybody's just
0: getting their money. Everybody's just making making a big yeah, deal out of the story trying you know, to get their money. Yeah,
1: it's all bullshit, dude. It's all just fucking media. Yeah, bullshit, dude. Yeah, there's now a that lot I've of that seen like days. how clickbait works and how all this stuff happens. And when you get more views, you make more money and all this stuff. It just makes so much fucking.
0: Dude, sense. all of this stuff is just meant to just. Grab our attention because everyone is trying to get as much of your attention on their app or or, or someone else's, so that they can just advertise to you or yeah. learn about you and then sell that information to people. Yeah, you know that's that's all it is. I pretty think pretty much. I, yeah, I think this was a this was a great convo, man. I I enjoyed it. I uh, definitely am going to have you back on for sure. But I'm I'm honored to again have you be one of the first guests on the podcast. Help me life. out with this new YouTube YouTube venture. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in real life hopefully 2021. That's the goal. We're going
1: to We're going to do one where <laughs> we're going to ra- podcast yeah. we're going to race the whole time. Dude. I
0: can't believe we didn't talk about Mario Kart at all. I on think this one podcast. of my goals, dude. Maybe we should it, a little yeah, bit before we go.
1: I think one of my goals in, you know, in this like I'm 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 trying to just, you know, make the producer stuff more mainstream. I'm trying to like, okay, what can I do? I'm getting all these views on TikTok and stuff. You know, I have millions of fucking TikTok views, you know, 100,000 followers. And I've, you know, barely even done anything on there. Just repurposing the YouTube stuff. I'm like, damn, how can I make this stuff like mainstream? What could I give to the mainstream audience? And, you know, to make it more than just like these kids who are making beats on FL studio all day.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's what I'm like, you know, that's one of my focuses right now. But I feel like, you know, after I sort of figure that stuff out and I have millions of followers and like, you know, my audience is 10 times the size it is today or even five times the size it is today. Like, I feel like one of my things is like going to be making fucking Mario Kart 64 (laughs) a mainstream thing again. I mean... Making me just be able to play Mario Kart and just make that like part of my coffee, beats, every all that shit. Mario Kart. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that. But that's that's the thing is is that that N sixty four console was the perfect balance of like it's good technology, but it's still truly hardware. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no software involved. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just hardware, so it works. Like that shit is 25 years old And I have it in my living room And you turn it on And it works yeah. Way better than the Xbox That I've had for two
1: years Or whatever Dude I fucking turn on Cause it's X- simple The Xbox behind me And there was like Four gigs of updates And then like another Yeah 20 gigs And I was like Okay Anytime I tried to play it I just turn it off Within minutes
0: Yeah I think we'll do a podcast episode Where we Where we do a Grand Prix And, yeah. and Just it's not your and just podcast It's mine <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank you for being on, bro. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, dude. I'm excited. Is this out yet or no? This is not.
0: Yeah, we're live, dude. We're on YouTube live right now. Oh, shit. What's <laughs> <No>. up, everyone? <laughs> i will just fucking with you. Um, so I'm dropping the first episode on Monday. And then right. uh, I'm dropping. I think I'm going to drop every Monday. Although, I, uh, what do you think? Do you think Monday is a good day?
1: I think you should do. This is what I heard. I'm not sure if it's changed. I'm not like up to date in the podcast game. But you should do your first three episodes, drop them all at once.
0: I was actually thinking about that too, is dropping like three episodes.
1: That's what got me to like, I was like number 18 in the fucking charts when I did that first for like music.
0: Yeah, I actually might do that. I might do that. That's what I heard from. If uh, I keep this clip in and you hear this and that's what happened. That's
1: how it happened. (laughs) Kyle Beach, visionary. If not, it doesn't matter because you know you have to you have to keep it going, but, right? Right. And, it, and it's a good way for you know if people are like, man, fuck this kid, Kyle Beach, they can go listen to someone else and still like. Yeah, it
0: gives it gives a couple options of like, I I, yeah. I got a podcast now. You know, pick the episode that you want to listen to first.
1: Like think think about Joe Rogan. Like he talks about you know he has comedians, he's got people that hunt, and he's got MMA fighters. You right. Know, right. Three different categories. Like I don't listen to every Joe Rogan podcast.
0: Totally. Totally.
1: I but, hear you. Yeah, man. This is fire.
0: Yeah, this was fun, brother. We'll we'll have you on again. We'll do it in person. We'll make it happen. Check out Kyle Beats. You know where to find him. Drip Plugin. DripPlugin.com. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Peace out.